welcome to the 135th episode of the Mouth Life Podcast. I am Samantha, your host for tonight's shenanigans. Tonight, I have joining me are John, Yellow, Jim S. Hi, everybody. And Jeff. Hello. Our, our news anchor, Shelby, is seeing the new Star Wars film, so we're a little light on news this week, but has everybody here seen the movie? No. No. I'm going tomorrow night. I bought my tickets today to go tomorrow night. Cam had the best reaction to one of the scenes, and it just it cracked me up to the point where I was, like, crying. And I can't wait to share it with you guys, but I can't because nobody's really mm-hmm. seen it with John. So maybe next week because Kathy said she'd pop on and talk Star Wars with us. So Oh, that'd be to- cool. I'll have to get on and see if we can make that happen. But anyways, so I can't talk about that. But we're going to chat a little bit about Virgin America's plan to build a train station um, in the on the Walt Disney World property or close to it. So, John, tell us a little bit about what this uh, is. Well, well, back in April, uh, Disney and Virgin America announced a uh, that they were going to build a, let's see, what, I believe it's like a $4 billion um, train station from the Orlando International Airport to the uh, to Walt Disney World on property. This week, however, Disney and Brightline, I guess this is a a construction company. Uh, they are in advanced talks uh, about a station on or near theme park property. I'm trying to read stuff, and mm-hmm. everything keeps on. The Orlando Sentinel keeps on, ads keep on popping up saying that I should sign up and buy a subscription to the Orlando Sentinel. But <laughs> 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 <Like>, no. <laughs> um, as part of a route to Tampa proposed by a passenger rail system being renamed Virgin Trains USA. That's um, so I guess. Where it would be? Where do you think they would put it? The station? Uh, Disney Springs? This is a. Uh, You'd think it would have to go somewhere that wouldn't cause too much disruption laying the track to it. Mm -hmm. So maybe sort of like it's somewhere going to be out of the way. I don't think I don't think it's going to be exactly. It wouldn't be like at the ticket and transportation center because that's hard. Wouldn't that be? That would be. They'd have to somehow demolish some stuff. Or yeah, it would have to go through a lot to get there. I'm thinking probably closer to the edge. Somewhere. Right. But then they would have buses or whatever. Maybe you can run the Skyliner to it. But, I mean, that says, this says it's supposed to take 30 to 36 months. Wow. So. That's, yeah, three years. That's a while. But. I wonder how. I mean, you would talk about laying track and building. Yeah. Yeah, that takes a while. I wonder how long it would take a high-speed train to get from the airport to Disney. How long does it take the Magical Express? Um, it, from Pop, from Orlando International to Pop, it takes like 27 minutes. Oh. So a train to get there. I thought it was 40 minutes. Oh, no. I map busted that not. when I was on the bus the other what, last time. I was like, no. get me. Now, when I was staying at Wilderness Lodge, it was like 40 minutes because it's a little bit farther in. But Pop is like right on the edge of property. So... So that would take no time for a train to get there. Yeah. So would they have, if the train station goes, I'm guessing if they have the train from Orlando International 
to Walt Disney World property, they wouldn't have Magical Express anymore. Everybody would take the train. I don't know. I but then it would from probably there, be just they like have... an extra option. And yeah, I don't think it's going to, because that's going to be a pay option, probably. There's your pay option instead of taking yeah. the Magical Express. Because I'm assuming this isn't right. going to be free. No, it wouldn't be free. But I'm wondering if once you get to the train station in Walt Disney World, will they have buses for each resort that will take you? You, you would have to guess they would. I would mm-hmm. assume so. And that would probably I'd almost be, be like built into the, the train. It'd almost be like a bus transportation, well, like but normal that would... bus transportation to your resorts or to the parks. See, this is what I'm thinking: is that if you have to take a train from the resort to from the airport to the resort and then get on a bus to get to your resort with your luggage i would think that the magical express would be the new paid option because it takes you straight to your resort and it might be faster given the the transfer right so that would only be good for people that maybe are just have like a backpack or you know whatever and they just are going to go straight to the parks. Unless versus... it's like Magical Express and your luggage goes separately from you. It just, they take care of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I That's mean, part if, of the ticket. Even if they do carry-ons, but still, if they had to, if you have to transfer from the train to a bus to get to your resort, then that would but be a bigger hassle. The train's not going to go to all the resorts. There's right. No... Yeah. yeah. So I could see, I could see if they, if this happens and it would be one of those things where like you can take the train for free. Or you can add Magical Express for, you know, that takes you straight to your resort for an additional fee. Magical Express has been a hot mess for a while, though, let me tell you. Last couple weeks. Yeah. Even even Shelby said it was, like, backed up all the way to, like, the car rental desks. Why? I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I guess just the, end, like, holiday influx, maybe? But I'd be Ubering right out of there, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deal with that. Like, no, Mm-mm. I'm too impatient. I'm not gonna sit in a herd of people. I'm anxious to hear. I don't. I don't know. Because I think they charge for the this new high speed train. Because I think it's probably gonna be quicker. Yeah. Than a 27 minute bus ride. So, uh. Well, to the to the train station, sure. But then you've got to get from the train station to your resort somehow. That's going to be a problem. Well, it's going to be your spaceship. It's going to be, it's, yeah, you're going to be seat. paying for, well, here's my guess. You're going to be paying for the train ride, and then it's just going to be your normal, you're going to be on property. So they're just going to build a bus transportation, like like a, a, a bus depot like they have at all the parks and at Disney Springs. Yeah. And it's going to be you like that. Your luggage around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pay extra to schlep your own luggage. I don't know. <laughs> Take Magical Express for free. I don't know. It'd be curious to see how it works. I mean, it'll be probably ten years before that comes to fruition, so we yeah. got nothing. Uh, Only so three years. Yeah, three that's years. Before the, mm-hmm. That's before the yeah, alli- yeah, thirty to thirty-six months. That's before the be Alligator in. Preservation Society files a lawsuit over the course that it tracks. Right. Yeah, that's a. It it t- it crosses one. Crosses no. one piece of puddle. That's the end of that. Right. <laughs> They're going to have to build a bridge so the yeah. alligators can go underneath it. We have a wildlife bridge. Do you? Yeah, we have a tunnel, actually. There are tunnels underneath the road that the 
the animals are supposed to take. How they know where the tunnels yeah. are, I don't know. Maybe there's signs in animal. I don't know. <laughs> I would guess that they would just figure it out. Like there's they no would fence. hop it along and then they're no, like, there's oh. no fence. There's no fence. There's just like tunnels. I don't know. I think that duty is required to build animal tunnels now. The deer run right across the road still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look both ways though. We have trained deer. Yeah, we don't. We have lots of dead deer. That's what we have. Is that all the news? Yeah. Got, pretty much, John. What? That is that pretty much it, news-wise. Yeah. Well, they yeah, did sort of change the. They're sort of settling into a system for rise and resistance now, aren't they? As far yeah. as as far as they're sinking the whole. I think they're done with the whole let people in three hours before the park opens thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm anxious to hear from Shelby how her. I know how her rise of the resistance experience went, yeah, but I think it's like synced with park open now. I think you can't join a boarding group like that. Park opens and which is well, it's it doesn't. About time. So, from what I read, that they're still opening the park early, like to let people in because people are crazy and they're just going and standing in there. But now it actually the rise of the resistance boarding groups don't actually open until posted park opening. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you're there, if you're the first in the gate at, at 6.30 for an 8 a.m. opening, you're just getting there for no reason. <laughs> but what I, didn't, what I didn't know was that Disney, whenever they scan the first person into the park each morning, they have to have all of the attractions open and ready for guests. Like, they don't allow people just, like, they couldn't just, like, be like, okay, well, we have to open the gate because we can't have all these people crammed in this area. It's a fire code issue, so they had to actually like bring people in early to work because the rides and stuff had to be open. Too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So we're basically calling people in saying, hey, you have to come in two hours early. Because you, yeah. you got all these idiots outside. Right. I mean, that makes me feel bad for the people who work there. Like, can you imagine really- being like... I'd be at work at eight and then getting a phone call at four thirty in the morning saying, Hey, we need you to come in because people are stupid. Like I'd be mad. Like I would not have the Disney spirit in me. Yeah. At all. That's not magical. <laughs> not magical. That's not magical at all. So okay. Well, this is our last podcast recording for twenty nineteen. So we are going to do a quick year in review about what some of the predictions were for 2019 for the Disney parks, what we thought was going to happen and what actually happened. So Jeff has a list. I got stuff for the Orlando Insider. Okay. Which I think is Orlando Sentinel, although it's not giving me subscription notices, so maybe it's not. In any case, they have what's new at Disney World in 2019 and they do it by park. So they're doing Hollywood Studios first. And uh, so Pixar Place as being transferred into Metroville City for the Incredibles. Yep. Which kind of did happen, right? Yeah, is it still yeah. happen? Yep. We didn't walk up there. Is it still that way? It is. We did not go up there either because it didn't have anything. It looked kind of like a dead end. It's it like- is. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, it is. You just meet the Incredibles. It, well, it is a dead end. It literally is. It yeah. literally is mm-hmm. a dead end. Um, yeah, when we went, it was during the summer, but they had that, um, 
I don't know what it was called. I don't know if they're still doing it. I don't think they are because I think it was just a summer thing. But a little show where the Incredibles would come out and then they'd walk around. But they wouldn't oh. really stop for pictures and stuff. They'd oh. walk around. I didn't notice that. Well, we I didn't look either. We just sort of were back there for a little bit. But well, we've also got have Walt Disney Presents Mike and Soli. Are Mike and Soli still at the Disney Presents? I think they nope. are. Uh, Somebody yeah. was there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy opened. Mm-hmm. We did, we did yeah. that. That's actually really cute. Yeah. I we, was gonna we do. We totally forgot about that, but we did yeah, not get to see that. Too. But we would have. Well, we'd forgotten about it, but we went down to ride Rocket Roller Coaster because we had a fast pass, and it was closed. It was a mechanical issue of some sort. And it's right next to Lightning McQueen, so we just went over there and did that instead. And I'm glad we did because it was really kind of cool. And it was fun watching the kids. It's geared towards young kids. Okay, so what exactly is it? Because the last time we kind of talked about it, we weren't really sure what it was. So it's like a 360 cartoon projection around, right, in a theater. Mm-hmm. And yes. there's a, uh animatronic uh, Lightning McQueen that talks. Well, okay. He doesn't move, so it's both around, but his mouth and lips are projected on him. But it looks really cool. In any case, it looks really good, and the kids love the hell out of it. It's they, they do, and there's a little story that's involved, but it's like Lightning McQueen, and it's a, like a 360 movie thing you get to watch. Okay, yeah, and it's a like a driving simulator uh experience that I mean, you don't get to drive, but you watch Lightning race someone else on a on a light on a simulator thing so it's oh, okay. very oriented it's a show more than anything else but it's cool yeah and, and the kids seats, the kids absolutely adored it and it seats quite a few people it does it seats it's quite a people a eater and I it's air those, yep yeah i call the, that stuff the people eater just yeah because it's all you know it's that and it doesn't last real long so you can cycle people in and out of it really fast and it seats a lot of people, and it's air-conditioned, and it's you can sit down. And so now all that is very nice. And it was rain, and we went, so we got out of the rain. So that mm-hmm. was cool. Oh, Wonderful World of Animation show. How long did that last? It's still going what on. What was that? It's just still going on? Isn't that a projection it's, on the... It's, it's, it's the thing before Star Wars... Uh, the Star Wars fireworks at Hollywood oh, okay. Studios. They're still doing it before the Star Wars fireworks? Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't get to see the Star Wars fireworks, so I didn't see it. That... Actually, that little show is really good. Cam and I yeah. saw it. Yeah. Um, we did see that, and it is, it was pretty good. So is it on the Chinese theater? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's kind of like, um, not Happily Ever After, what came, what was the Castle Projection show before Happily Ever After came about, Wishes. before Wishes? Before Wishes? Or After Wishes, and but the one in between. No, they no? used to play Before Wishes. Yeah, it should play Before Wishes. Yeah. Like it was like the pre-show to Wishes. Yeah. I forget what it, it was, was called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was I, like that. I have it like right on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, it reminds me of that, but it's more movie-centric instead of like Disney character-centric. It, it's cute. I mean, I'd watch it again if we were going to be over that way. And then they've got Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming in 2019. But it does say no opening date set, possibly delayed until 2020. And now we know that it's March 3rd or March 4th. Which one is March? It? I forget. 4th. March, beginning of March. 
we'll leave it at that. Too much. Um, and they talked about, oh, they named, they had just named the attractions at Galaxy's Edge a year ago. They did. Rise of the True Reason. fact. Wow. So we just so knew cool. the names of them, and now they're open. And they, they also have a note about the score for Galaxy's Edge that being written by John Williams. Just to let you know, this, just a side note, Rise for uh, the Rise of Skywalker, this is possibly hands down John Williams best score really really good music yes really good music that's see I don't even notice the music in movies is that weird like I I'm like what (laughs) I never used to but I do now because of John's being in the band and I like pay more attention to the music now because he does so I pay a lot of attention. At this time, because of what John's doing in school, I paid a lot of attention to the like ambient sounds when I was in the parks. And hmm. when you do, that's kind of neat because they're always there. And they give you a – especially in, in in Galaxy's Edge, there's a lot yeah. of sounds going on that just make you feel like you're there. But I don't think they're not – they're subtle. It's not stuff that sticks out. But if you pay attention, it's there. So next time you go, just – Listen yeah. as much as you look, and you'll you'll. It, it, there's stuff going on that you may that you probably don't even notice. It's all subconscious. Well, look at um, Pandora is good for for sounds too. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff going on there. I noticed that. I noticed a lot of that. The uh, okay, then they go on to Epcot, and they're giving a fond farewell to Illuminations. So that happened, and Epcot Forever started. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the new show debuting in 2020. They have nothing else new for Epcot for 2019. So was there anything else new in Epcot? We found out about no. what was going to be happening to Epcot. Yeah, we That's, found out yeah. about what's going to happen. But I don't think Epcot got a whole lot in 2019 new, right? Yeah, there's a lot of construction. A lot of walls. Walls. I remember. <laughs> walls upon walls upon walls. The beginning of 2019 in Magic Kingdom, they had Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. From they Mickey's did. Birthday. The new move it, shake it, mouse could dance it street party. It's very true. So we saw some sort of street party, but I don't think it was the mouse could dance it. No, they well they I they moved it's called... they removed it because his birthday's pretty well. Not yeah. that his birthday's over, but well, it is. You can't have your birthday all year because it runs into the next one. Correct. Right. You have to stop at some point. We saw whatever whatever thing they do. What did it call the other one? Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I got lots of cool pictures of it. I loved it. I thought it was cool. We didn't know what was going to happen. We just sort of walked into it while we were leaving the park. We walked into that and the the uh, in front of the castle show, the, uh, the friendship fair. Ooh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, like we had no idea. We just sort of walked up, walked up on it, and ended up. I think it was we lucked out and got there at the beginning and ended up staying for the whole thing and it was really cute. There's just I had for, it had been so long since I had been there. And that's one thing I sort of forgot to mention during my trip report is that I owe Bob Chip Bob Chipak an apology. The the <laughs> live stuff that goes on there is so good. There was so and I don't know if it was uh, just because I was looking for it because I was thinking that it wasn't there. We had heard about so much stuff Great. being canceled that I was looking for it, but it seemed like every time you turned your head, there was another live performance thing going on, no matter what park you were in. And that really adds a lot to it. We really appreciate it. Oh, they move on to Animal Kingdom. 
honoring 25 years of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. So they had the Hakuna Matata time dance party. We missed that. That ended September 30th. Anybody uh, get to see that? Uh-uh. We did not. We didn't go to Animal Kingdom when we were there. Oh, I'm trying to even remember when that was. Oh, it was a, it's a stage show, wasn't it? Ah, no. Matata time dance party. Yeah. So, okay, I didn't like go and watch it, but we it was kind of over by like um the entrance for it's bug or a bug's life. Yeah. It was a little down the way, and I kind of saw it. It was. Oh yeah. Basically, just a there's like a little stage set up, mm -hmm. and they had some dancers out kind of in the walkway and then they had Timon and maybe one other character out kind of yeah. just like dancing around. I think and they we had... might have walked by. Right, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like a like a timed or like you I don't know how to describe it. It was just kind of like a little pop up thing. It is it wasn't scheduled. I don't think so. You don't think... No. It was just kind of running continuously through the day, like Every 45 minutes for like 15 minutes or whatever. Was the whole Donald Duck thing in Dino Land new for 2019? Yeah. Yes. I thought so. Yes. Yeah. Because so, they don't mention yeah. that here, but that was still going on. They turned it into a Christmas thing. And it wasn't a dance party anymore by the time Lisa and I got there. That had stopped. But they did have a whole bunch of meet and greet spots with a whole bunch of those characters. And they were in, yes. they were in really cool, like, but when we were there, they had started at Christmas, so they were in like jungle Christmas attire. So it was they were they were really, really oh that cool. is cute. And they had a bunch of Donald Duck, Dino Bash Christmas paraphernalia up everywhere, and it was gloriously tacky. It was just beautiful. It was just I love that. I think that is the most underappreciated part of of Animal Kingdom. I think people just don't get Dino Land. Because once you realize, once you once you get it and understand what it's trying to be, it's so good at what it's trying to be. If you've yeah, never I, been to south of the border, you're yeah. not going to understand Dino Land. Is my thought. I think that's the I think that's the cutoff point. I think if you've ever Wait. been to south of the border, then you'll understand Dino Land. Have you been I to south of the border? border. Surely you've driven I past. I have. That's what Dino Land is. It's south of the we border. We used to. We used to. When we, we used to drive, we used to yeah. stop there all the time. You have to. Yeah. In case you don't know, you guys are Texas and you guys have never driven past it. At the North Carolina, South Carolina border, there's a a roadside attraction called South of the Border. It's got a fireworks shop and hotels and motels and a campground. And it's the tackiest thing in the world. And the billboards for it start in Virginia when you're heading south. Yep. And once you get close to it, they're about every mile. There's a billboard. And Pedro is their mascot. As yes, well. Pedro. Pedro. It's all the most, like, like stereo, awful, almost racist, stereotypical Spanish dude ever, Mexican guy ever, Pedro. Yeah. And they've got, oh, the, the one big attraction is his sombrero. You can go on his yep. tower, and it's a giant sombrero. Mm-hmm. And you can go up and walk around the brim of the sombrero and see, well, I-95, basically, is what you see. But, because there's nothing <laughs> else out in that part of South Carolina, but. It's just this, and there's yeah. neon everywhere. You go by it at night, it, you can probably see it from space. It's this giant, tacky roadside neon thing. But that, that is it is. I remember. That's what Dino Land is trying to be. I remember it, it, that's what two Land years ago, I was driving home from work, I think, and all of a sudden I see this 
van in front of me and they have the south the border bumper sticker i'm like oh my god yeah that's right and if you go you have to have the bumper sticker you have to have the south of the border bumper sticker because it's south of most and it's funny because i know the family that built it and really they yeah yeah it's uh Giannis. they're greeks the Giannis family and they had 95 routed to go through their property so that they could build this I mean, like in the in the in the seventies uh, when they built sixty five, they they yeah. they bribed the right people to have it go through their land, and they own a beer or used to they sold it, but they owned the beer distributorship in in uh, around Myrtle Beach and all that. That's how I know them. But yeah, yeah, it was Mr. Giannis had that thing built. It is just just oh man, we ate there one time. That was a mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> visit but don't eat good to know it's it just the most spectacular thing you have to you have to see it sometime it is the I most think, tacky roadside I, I have well I, we haven't been there well the last time we drove was i think it's it's been over 20 years so we haven't been there in a while but it doesn't look any different. it's no different <laughs> It's no different, John. It is absolutely no different. Because we went, we took John because he had to. We could go where we, I live on the, right on the North Carolina, South Carolina border, but on the coast. But if, and it's the one thing from here, it's very hard to get to I-95, the road that goes north and south. So there's no easy way. So the most direct way sort of goes out of the way. But if you do that, you go, we get to drive past south of the border. So sometimes we do it, even though it's not the fastest way, just so that we can drive past it and see it. Mostly it's me because I'm driving. I like to pick how we go because I'm behind the wheel. But yeah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's all the parks. They talk about Disney Springs. They got the Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. They had a few restaurants open in 2019, I want to and say. The Sydney Works yeah. Eatery and Poorhouse? The what? Oh, eatery that didn't open yet. Sydney Works Eatery and Poorhouse. It seems like I would have known if that opened, but it doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah that didn't open yet. That's the okay. one that's going to be opening uh, near the, uh, what what's it called? The NBA. Oh, right near the NBA experience. Yeah. Okay. Because this sounds good. Just like a but giant. It has not opened yet. Beer and sports bar. But didn't that uh, wine – was that 2019 when the wine place opened? The, I thought so, yeah. Yeah. Wine wine by George? Wine by George. Yeah. They don't mention wine by George on here. Just what, Has anybody been to the new Wolfgang Puck one? No. No. Have you been to his quick service? No. I've got a friend I... who went down and swears no. by it, says it's absolutely one, but I've never been. No. Other... Oh, the wine bar? No, just, Gang Puck's place. Uh, he's got three now. This this opened up his third, but he's got like a regular sit down restaurant, and then he's got a quick service. Mm -hmm. And my friend said that the quick service, and he's a chef. He said the quick service is just like such good food for the price. It's a really good, a really good place to go. But I've never been. I've never been either. We don't eat a lot at Disney Springs. This year, we we but they've went got to... so much such good food at Disney Springs yeah. anymore. Yeah. Wine, wine bar George. I ate there for the first time. Did you enjoy that? Because I'd like to go. So I'm going to totally butcher this, but my agency is like obsessed with shark charcuterie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're obsessed with it. So when our agency owner was in town, we went there and we got the what they call the big board. Yeah. And then we got a few other appetizers. It was really good. Um, I am not a wine snob. Yeah. I like 
sweet white wines and I like sparkling sweet wines and they didn't have a ton in that like category. Mm -hmm. Um, but they do have a full bar, so they do more than just wine, but everything we had, I had like some meatball risotto appetizer and the board and I had never had one of those before. So I was like totally excited that I got to put crackers and cheese and put jelly on it. Like that was like the coolest thing ever. But, um, they're, they're fun. Lisa and I will do that. So we'll make our own sometimes for dinner. I would do, I would eat that for dinner. A heartbeat cam, oh, however, mm-hmm. it yeah. would take three of those to feed Cam for dinner. So that doesn't oh, really work out so hot. There's a lot of my house. There's a lot of meat involved when we do it. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. you can you can make it work. Yeah, I guess you know I've never really tried, but I did <laughs> I did make like a a snack board bird thing for us one day when we were home. Actually, the day that Disney Plus premiered, he was home because of weather i think yeah and, but ours had little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on it and sweet that's <laughs> so, the thing you can do whatever yeah. you want that's the thing you can do whatever you want with it yeah that's, I put the, that's cool pepperoni and cheese and crackers and <laughs> veggies and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches um <laughs> but, but it was the kid-friendly version but that's the best where else? We ate somewhere else in Disney Springs. Where did we eat? Was it the oh, Edison? Well, the Edison, the Edison the, is... Ed, okay, so yeah, the, Ed, oh, the um, Enzo's Hideaway. Enzo and... Enzo and... Yeah. Enzo's Hideaway. Yeah, but we went to Enzo's Hideaway, and we had... We went there, but we did there. It looked really good. We walked in just to... And we did ended up not eating there, but it looked really good. Now, did you go to the one underground or the one, the Italian restaurant? No, the one underground. Okay, yeah. So the Edison. No, Wait, the, which it, oh. it, it connects to the Edison. It connects. It's much smaller, though. Yeah. Edison's big, and Enzo's Hideaway is this really small little place it's yeah. supposed to be. And you have to go downstairs to get to it. It's literally mm-hmm. underneath the Edison, I think. No, because you go through, through the Hideaway, through a door, and it takes you to kind of a dead space and then you go through the next door and you're at the edison because we oh. went through there which p.s the edison turns into a nightclub yeah. they just don't yep. advertise it it's amazing we had the best time yeah um but yeah i can't yeah we just don't eat much at we were supposed to go to raglan road in september and that didn't happen Ooh, yes delicious we, we decided to go to ohana instead our group did and then i'd like to go to more disney Sp- we're gonna go to Circus Soleil on our honeymoon one night. We're oh, the new the one? Parks. Fairly. Yeah, so yep. we're gonna um, go to Hollywood Studios when they open and do that during the day, and then we're gonna go see the later oh, Circus good. Soleil. So my plan I'm so is. So excited to see that. I am too, and we've never done that. I wanted to do something we neither one of us had done on Disney property, and we've never seen either one of us have seen a Circus so Soleil if show. If it's any, if it's any, uh, if it tells you anything. My boss, when I worked at the the last the first beer company I worked for, he was not a show guy. He would go to see a movie if it was like sports related or you know or like action, but he was not a show. He would never go to see a Broadway show or something like that. He was not a show kind of guy. And his wife talked him into seeing the old Cirque du Soleil show at Disney Springs one time. And he came back and told me it was the best thing he had ever seen, and he would go every time he went. He just thought it was, and it wasn't his, it was funny because it wasn't his thing. He wasn't that kind of guy, but he just said it was the most amazing thing he'd ever seen. So 
I imagine Cam will really like it. Yeah, I'm excited. And one of the things I'd like to do is like have, you know, grown up drinks and food yeah. and, you know, not do so. I mean, we want to go and do the parks because, but I don't want to be like a slave to the parks. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was talking about, I saw Megan that in 2020, if we can afford it, I would like to go and take the kids and have Cam and John Eric go with us this time and go for a whole week and have resort time and like, <laughs> do like slow down and see some of you know the street performances and the shows we haven't seen like you know because the last two trips we run 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 to ride 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 for the kids yeah but if we have you know six or seven days instead of three days we can slow down a little bit smell the roses so that's kind of my 2020 disney resolution is to to go i mean we're only there for two days our our honeymoon we're doing two days there and then a four-day cruise but we're like doing some things we haven't done so we're taking the minivan service from orlando international to the resort oh that'd be fun and we're doing circus soleil we're just doing a few like extra things that we've been wanting to do but haven't done you know where else why you're doing the circus soleil maybe afterwards one of the places that's really cool is and they only open it sort of late at night i think it's only open like after eight or after nine even is the roof of paddlefish the, like the, the you know where I talk about the paddlefish restaurant? Yeah. It's three yeah. stories. Two stories are inside, but the roof is open on the outside. And there's a little bar up there. And I think you, they'll bring food up to you, but it's not a restaurant. It's more of a more of a bar situation. But it's all couches along the outside of it. And it is so nice. It is really nice up there. So yeah, if you and Cam are looking for a, a spot to go, that is that is really neat. That you can hear good. everything that's going on. You can see all over Disney Springs. We were having fun watching the volcano go off at uh, uh what's it called? Rain the Rainforest. Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the volcano go off at Rainforest Cafe. You can see all that. You can hear the street perform. There's there were street performers in front of the restaurant. You can hear them, but you're sort of above it all, you know. So you can yeah. see everything, but you're not in it it's it's and so you can hear each other speak and all that it's kind of nice but it's really as an adult place to go it's one of the it was one of the most fun i would highly recommend it that's good to know yeah maybe and you don't need a do reservation it. or anything because it's like a bar it's not a it's not a sit-down restaurant so you just right walk. yeah maybe we should do an episode in the future that you guys can plan our honeymoon that would be fun <laughs> Like our That's probably not a good days idea. Days at Disney. <laughs> it's probably you not know a good idea. I mean, that could go down a dark path. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we just get we do the same things at Disney. You know what I mean? Like we do the same things because it's like you know we go all the time, so it's just like, like yeah. routine. Like you know, so. Well, because of the number of times Lisa and I have gone without going to a park, we've gotten really good at finding really fun things to do outside of parks. And that's when I go in 2020, I may do that. I may go – if I go this year, it may be a one-day ticket at Hollywood Studios to do Rise of the Resistance. And the rest – I may go for like a long weekend, and the rest of it will probably be Disney Springs because we didn't go to Disney Springs at all this time, and I sort of missed it because there's so much there that's cool. Yeah. We're food people. Lisa and I loved it. Different mm-hmm. things. I'm a food person. Food is but always people... good. Right. <laughs> people yeah. have to push me out of my comfort zone. Like they have to like kind of know what I'm 
what I will eat and be like, you'll like it. Like, just try it. Because if not, I just eat mac and cheese and chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders <laughs> and mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that'll change. The more different stuff you try, the more different stuff it'll open you up to. And that'll change. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely but, will. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa but... refused to get pepperoni on her pizza when I when we first started dating. <laughs> I mean, that was so like, way too far. Pepperoni on pizza was too far. And now she will order something she's never set eyes on before without a blink. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it yeah. yeah, that's pepperoni. The first time she ordered sushi with that, I, I almost passed out. This See, is I can't with, stand yeah. the smell of sushi, so I won't yeah. go there. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's different, too. You have to get different stuff. It's not all. A lot of it's cooked. A lot of it's got tempura shrimp in it, and it's really good. So, it's, Jeff, I always have this like image of you eating that, like was that a whole fish you had it. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Skipper's Canteen. <laughs> it's like my yeah. favorite story to tell. I'm like, one oh, time my friend Jeff from the Magic Kingdom and ordered a whole fish and ate it. It's delicious. <laughs> You're gonna so be. Soft crab would freak you out too, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna put you at a table with other disney people at our wedding reception so that way you guys will have a grand old time like just hanging out It'd be good so did they did they expand on any other topics in that that article nope nope that's nope. it they, they yeah. just that's it i mean we had we had obviously you know, the lens opened star wars is opened but that was pretty much the big thing this year in, in, in disney yeah that was big enough. I remember when we got together and that day we had found out that Star Wars Land was coming. Like, I remember that back in 2017. And I, I remember saying something about 2019 just seems so far away. And yeah. I think it was Kathy that said, it'll be here before you know it. Just watch. And all of a sudden it's here. Like, it's here. <laughs> it's opened. Right. Like, yeah. That's how long we've been doing this, though, is that, you know, we've look at all of the stuff that we've talked about. And you this, know, was just a, this was just a rumor. Right. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I remember Started when up. John actually brought that up, that there was a rumor that there was going to be a whole Star Wars themed I land. Mean. And all of us were like, whatever. We should try <laughs> to dig that clip up. <laughs> Definitely. We should, I oh, wish, or we or the Skyliner. The skyliner. the skyliner. Oh, oh yeah, we had the yeah, skyliner. I don't believe the skyliner was going to happen. Yeah. That's right. That opened up. I That's mean, the best thing ever. Jeff, would there be a way to like replay clips while we're yes. like on here with uh, us, so we can like hear what we said and be like like laugh at our own reaction type of thing? Because maybe I will I, find out how to do that. That would be a great episode if we did like Mouse Life Through the Years and like we found a couple of really good clips. That would be great. And revisited them, like yes. you know. Yes, yes, I gotta find a way to do that. Yeah, I'm not sure we would work on this, but we'll experiment and figure it out. There's okay. definitely gonna be a way to do it because that would because be I, I know there's definitely one about because we we found out about store to Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land, and we talked about that, and we our minds were just like blown, and we were like, you know. What, e I, what even is this? I, I, and then... I, I, a couple of, I, I was one of them. I truly believed the gondolas were going to be like the Italian boat things. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. It might have been you and I who thought. I mean, I was totally convinced that what it was. That's what it was going and I kept on saying it was coming, and you guys that. were like, "No, it's not coming. There's no new transportation coming." And I'm like, yeah. every single time a report would come out, I'm like, "I'm telling you guys, they're gonna announce this gondola trip." We were like, "They're not doing it. They're not doing it." <laughs> and this yeah. year, I got to ride on it. It's amazing. I know. Yeah. I can't. I wonder how long it'll be before they uh, expand it or announce even that they're going to expand it. Because it uh, seems like they're expanding the like monorail. So, but this is too hard to. It's too hard to expand the monorail. This is with, cheaper. This is cheaper, and it's way easier. Don't tell me that. There's, guys. What? Less Don't expensive. What? Let's say that. How's that? Does that sound better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll, it's supposed it'll to get expanded towards Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Coronado Springs, and they've and, and they've always okay. and, and and they've said that before it even opened. That I mean, not okay. that they said that, but rumors have been saying that it would expand all the way over to uh, Animal Kingdom and and stuff like that. I will say, if any resort is in need of a secondary type of transportation, it's Animal Kingdom Lodge because they are so far out there. They are that, so isolated, aren't you know, they? Yeah. I, yeah isolated out there that it would be nice for them to have some type of option that's not a bus because I hear that a lot from people who book Animal Kingdom Lodge. They love it but they're like it takes forever to get anywhere except for Animal Kingdom of course but anywhere else it's yeah. like you know 20-30 minutes easily. Well it takes 20 minutes it's like 20 minutes from like Pop to Magic Kingdom it's it is not- different. The bus ride from Art of Animation and Magic Kingdom was short, much shorter mm-hmm. than I expected it to be. Uh, it always yeah. seems like it's long. I don't know. It's yeah. Well, the ride Kingdom. back is always long. The ride there wasn't. I know. Why is it the ride there, it takes no time at all, but at late at night, yeah, you're exhausted. Right. It's like, how are we ever going to yeah. get there? Yeah, that's what it's like. It was crazy. Except for one worst. night. One night, we came out of the Magic Kingdom, and it was stupid late i forget it was like one or two in the morning because the park was open late it was a party Whoa, like, jeff oh. look at you guys and so we will do that <laughs> but we were back on the bus and everybody was exhausted but somebody started singing along to the soundtrack on the bus and before you knew it everybody on the bus was singing at like uh-huh. one in the morning exhausted it was one of the it was one of the funnest disney moments i've ever had and it was great it was great. We, it was so spontaneous. We had a fun Disney moment. We came back from the Edison. We all kind of were staying at different spots, but me and my friend Grace were sharing a room. And so we went back to Pop and they had all these buses lined up and we were like, they're like, where are you headed? And we're like, Pop Century. And they're like, so we were like, oh, we'll walk to the bus station. They said, no, we got you. And this bus just rolled up and picked us up and was like, two for Pop. And we nice. were like, that's us. And they, we had our own bus and she like, was like, what type of music do you want to listen to? And she's like, I've got Disney, I've got musicals. And so we oh, picked our wild. soundtrack and we just like got to hang out. And she that's was like, This so is cool. She said that she works the grave the graveyard shift for buses. So she closes down Disney Springs every night. And she was like, This is the best part of my job is making sure you guys get to have a great time on vacation. You can drink and you don't have to drive and I get to take you back to the resort and be completely safe. It is awesome. Like Lisa and I did that one time in Fort Wilderness. We we closed out Magic Kingdom. This was right. This was my parents took us to Disney as a graduation present from college. 
And so we weren't even married yet. And so, but Lisa and I spent, we closed out Magic Kingdom and went to the Polynesian because I had it in my head that we had to have uh, milkshakes or ice cream of some sort. So we were at Kona having ice cream. And then we got the a boat from Polynesian to, we got like the last piece of transportation everywhere we went. We managed to catch this boat from the Polynesian to Fort Wilderness. And there was the Fort Wilderness internal bus. The guy was just like, oh my God, I can't believe there's still people here. He was like, where are you going? And he dropped us off at our campsite rather than at, like, at the loop. He just drove us straight to the campsite. He was like, I'll take you where you need to go. And he dropped us right to our place. And it was great. That was like the best night. That was the night I got to ride Mr. Toad. That was my last ride on Mr. Toad's wild ride. And I had the Mr. Toad car. So it was, yeah, it was magical. At least it was embarrassed because I was so excited about Mr. Toad and the little girl that was loading people on the ride was rolling her eyes at me. So I was like, Mr. Toad! So sad. And that's, and that's why she loves you. That's right. Right? Yeah, that's right. We've got a, a paper art thing of she and I on Mr. Toad hanging up in our living room. There you go. Yep. Oh, well. You guys want to close it out? Sure. That was a much better show than I thought it would be. Yeah. That's the thing. We're getting good at this. Yeah. What do you think? That's three years. Uh, After it only took us three years to figure out how to effectively work <laughs> Skype. Yeah, but we didn't have anything to talk about. We managed to make a really good show out of it. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, with us, even if no one else is, I'm impressed, and that's really all that matters. I know. Well, we will see if you. I all... say we don't we're talking about, then we do that. Yeah, we all we have our moments every week, Jeff. It it we're will the, never change. We're one. It'll never change. <laughs> it will never change. If it isn't really broke, don't try to fix it. That's, that's right. That's... So okay, I'll close this out. Well, that's all that we have for 2019. The Mouse Life Podcast will see you in 2020. We have some big things coming up. As always, follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud and leave us a review, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.